Calling it quits, the dartiest player in the AFL is one of two players plus staff to walk out of the Dockers. Putting pen to paper, Andrew Gaff appears to be a one-club player as a contract extension nears. In hot water, was Tom Lynch lucky to get off his strike to Michael Hurley, and was Dylan Grumps milking his dive, or was it momentum? We discuss this and more on the Centre Square podcast as we chat to GWS young gun Harry Perryman about growing up in the country town of Colin Gully, the last few final series at the Giants without achieving the ultimate, and its blistering start to 2020 where he broke out to lead the Colburn medal at one stage. And I declare the winner of the 2019 Brownlow Medal, Nathan Fox of the Fremantle Football Club. Sheed from the boundary. Needs to be his perfect years. He's got the last impossible goal. From inside the centre square, boys kick the goal. Boys kick the goal. That is right, it was an, another eventful weekend of footy and we'll be discussing it all today on the Centre Square Podcast, 91.3 Sport FM, your football headquarters if you've got the radio on. I'm your host, Ethan Roth, and I'm looking forward to this one with Bray Lovage and Luca Vinning. Boys, how have you been? Great to be here, Ethan. Uh, lovely, lovely day here. It is, it, the weather is, is lovely today. It is, we've Bray got some and, good uh, weather, Luca. Yes, so I, uh, yeah, I'm keen to be here. Um, excited, actually, Fremantle, another win on the weekend, so... Um, you know, against against a decent side of, in Sydney. Uh, decent? Yes, yeah, Sydney. Had one decent win. Yeah, well, it is spring, but I thought you would have been a bit heartbroken, Luca, with uh, the dirtiest player in the AFL. Well, uh, I think we, we'll get to that later in the show, but yeah, my, my heart is broken, and um, yeah, I've put the... Uh, did you boys actually see the song from Daddy Doka on Instagram? Um, the Daddy tribute? I saw you shared it. I watched a bit of it. Can't say watch the whole thing. Yeah, but yeah, no, definitely, yeah definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it. Yeah, uh, so... Jason Carter and um, Jason Weber also left, who yeah. was in Strive. Maybe, I don't know, maybe someone... Well, it's probably him. not the worst time to rebuild um, mm. for Fremantle, so... Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, mind well, it. And the job cuts as well from Gillen. Mm. So well, I think it was like a couple from every club or whatever. Yeah, yeah well, Darty probably had to had to walk out. He mm. probably wasn't getting back into their Yeah, best. well, he's he's at South Freo now, so um, I don't think yeah. he's allowed to play. No, I can't, pl- can't play this year. I think he's got to wait till next. Mm. The WAFC. It's stiff, I reckon. Oh, not, not should be really. allowed to play. He's not an AFL listed player anymore, so he should be able to play, in mm. my opinion. So, I, I can understand both arguments. Technically, um, he's still contracted to Fremantle, in mm. a way, because he's, that he, he'd probably have to finish out the season, but... You know, it is what it is. Yeah, well, yeah. another another youngster um, at Frio, um, Liam Henry on the weekend, boys. What did what did you think of him? Yeah, I Commentators thought it was hyped him up. I thought it was good that he debuted. Obviously, um, yeah, probably the round to do it. Earned, in, earned in his spot round at home. Um, he did turn it over a bit, and I suppose you know maybe the pace of the game got to him a bit. Um, he, he looked quite nervous. Mm. He didn't quite look ready out there yeah. to me, but um, we, mm, it's his first game. I think he will definitely be one for the future. Oh, but, absolutely, um, yeah. The Eagles, eight wins in a row, Bray. Andrew Gaff, he's, got, he's looking to put pen to paper. He's going to be a one-club player. Thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I actually haven't heard about this. Oh, of course you haven't because you're a plastic fan. But <laughs> I tell you, if Andrew well, Gaff can stop walking around and punching people in the face, he should be all right. <laughs> I think... Seriously. Uh, no, serious fact, West Coast, yes, they are going very well. Yeah. Uh, taking on Richmond on Thursday night. So, mm. um... 
That's a metric gun, I'm pretty sure, isn't it, Ethan? Yes, it is. Yeah, pretty it sure, is. yeah. But yeah, so that would be a metric gun. Absolute blockbuster up there. And we'll have a decent amount of people, I'd assume. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they go because obviously, you know, it's well publicised how they went over there last yep, time. Well, can only yeah, talk they've about the present. Don't yeah, talk about the past. They've set mm. themselves up really well um, by, yeah, not losing over here. So, yep. yeah, a bit jealous, but... Yeah, what can you do? Uh, as everyone is already aware, we're going to phone up Harry Perryman from the Giants. He's had a breakout year and it's uh, their last week here in WA before they um, embark on the last month of the season. For now, I'm going to throw it over to Mr Vinning uh, to get the proceedings underway <laughs> within Strife. Yeah, well, I've, I've got in Strife this week. Um, well, to start off with, I think uh, it was all on everyone's minds and, uh, and I'm going to say it. So Tom Lynch, um, yeah, I think it's twice in three weeks that he's uh, been involved with the tribunal. Um, everyone's seen the hit. Um you know, on, on Sam Collins, so hot water again for Tommy. Um, a fine, really. The, tr- the tribunal's a bit. Uh, mm. But yeah, I I, I I was listening to Sports Breakfast this morning, Sport FM Sport Breakfast, and um, they were talking about this, and I was just thinking to myself, are the AFL giving out more fines this year than suspensions because they need the money? Because oh, they need gee, the that's, money. That's, really oh, that's just a. It's I'm an just idea. thinking. I'm that, that, if, you'd if that hope was not. The case, it would be yeah, I know, but because last year you would have got a week or whatever for that. Mm. I can't. Well, I can't see them. You know, because they've been they've fine. been handing out a lot of fines yeah, but this a, year. A One thousand dollar fines. How many how, how many match bans have there been this season? Oh, roughly. Because I don't I don't think there's been much. New, yeah, yeah. There's only been a couple. I don't think there's been over ten or even five. Yeah, but they've had their fair share of issues. There's been a lot of fights. The Tigers. Um, it was very surprising to see Lynch not get anything after being sent to the match review panel. You automatically think he's been sent there, he's going to get something. Yep. I saw something on so I've seen numerous stuff on social media about because he's a Richmond player, protected species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, big big name player. Pro- probably the case. You know, it's mm. you know he's in the nearly in the the danger fields and the the Martins of the. Mm. You know when they get that special treatment, but yeah, moving on another in strife. Um, we've again seen it on social media again. Um, all the online trolls and the keyboard warriors uh, that are just yeah blowing up people's um, DMs on Instagram. I know mm. um, Michael Frederick from from the Dockers. He's had a few, and, and Fremantle have actually been really well to, mm. to stamp it out. Um, I think Callan Ward. He had a couple two or three weeks back yeah. when he was that um, some some death threats, which yeah, is some not death good. threats after that. That um, high contact that he received that he might have put a little bit of sauce on. Um, and then I think Dylan Grimes has got yeah. some as well. And police have actually charged a man, a 39-year-old man, for um, harassing Dylan Grimes. Wasn't he from the Northern Territory as well? Not sure on that. But I think I, I saw something about that. Northern Territory man, I'm pretty sure. So on the news. Um, yeah, people still need to realise that their human footy is not the only element of their life. But did you guys, I think you would have seen, did you th- think... Uh, Grimes milked the the dive or oh yeah absolutely was he the there's, Bell there's Chambers one was that the Bell Chambers no, one? no it was the the uh, uh, marking in oh yeah the one with Tipton Woody yeah that was a big flop and a half the Bell Chambers one that was that was high but it didn't need the flop doesn't doesn't deserve death threats not not in strife though but how good was the um the dream time at the G Darwin Darwin Irving Mosquito yeah I actually like that I wouldn't mind it. I know at the G not, not is as good. Not as good theatre as the G. I reckon, I reckon Melbourne should play a Friday night game in Darwin as they play a couple of games in the Northern Territory 
in Indigenous round, and then they save the Richmond Essendon game for the Saturday night Dreamtime. The locals game. love it up there, up there oh, don't oh, they? they? Yeah, it was mate. good. They I liked it. People sitting on the um, on the deck chairs at the footy. So um, yeah, because like when you think of the Northern Territory, you think of Indigenous because mm. it's like Alice Springs and all yeah, so. that area. But like, no, it, it's just good. Like when you watch the footy in Darwin, you you just see everyone, all the elders and stuff sitting. On the sidelines, well, especially good, at, especially good. Alice Springs and that. It's just good tree. to watch the footy, isn't it? Ray? It's yeah, good it's a good place to watch footy. It's a good place to watch footy. I don't think it matters what race you are, as long as we're. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything about that. Later. I'm just saying it's uh, a good place for a Dreamtime game. Well, like moving that. on, Bray. Controversial. Think, yeah, following on from what you're saying before, you're you're in strife here because Friday night, um, the umpire at top of the table clash with uh, High Wickham, and it didn't exactly help us out, to be honest. So a couple of the boys were whinging, you know, that he didn't help us. But yeah, have you got anything to say to that? Did Luca get a vote? I would have been. Well, I, I can't reveal the votes. It's just like he's, he's, it, it, he's I put it in the uh, what's it called the armor. No, it's not armor guard truck. Armor guard truck. <laughs> and it's put been it, sent off to It's been sent now. off. Yep. And um, but the feedback I got from that game, all decisions were correct. Well, I don't know what feedback you received. <laughs> well, we got told it was a very good game. You've had an eventful uh, last few days. You got. Tell me happened the tribunal at junior footy. Yeah, we're, not, we're not going to touch on that, Ethan. I'm just, we don't have to go <laughs> into it. I'm just saying it has been eventful, but last in strife. Yeah, that was that was the last in strife. There's three. So, uh, yeah, that's my minimum work done for the uh, the show. For the episode today, and I'll uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you later. <laughs> the, doors, the door's over there, like, yeah, right, right, Luca. <laughs> the centre square player of the year, I had that for round 13. One vote, Mitch Wallace. Four goals, 11 disposals. Another one... Um, who's had a, a breakout year um, and is, he's always in the right positions. He knows inside out where's, what size his mids are going to come from. And uh, for a mid forward, he's had, he really um, rejuvenated his, his career because he's on the chopping block there for a couple of years ago. Um, two votes, Cam Guthrie, eight tackles, five marks, eight clearances and 120 fantasy points. Uh, he's travelling very well and could be a surprise pick in the All-Australian team. He's always been a good player, but this year is something else. And then the big three votes... Travis Boke, 34 disposals, 6 marks, 6 tackles, 9 clearances, and was pivotal as the power scraped across the Hawks. I'll tell you what, where points. the bloody hell is Luke Ryan in that list? Well. Because he was, he was solid as a rock on Yes, we, well, yes. he got the medal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, the, yeah well, well, there's only man, three. Man Brooke, or the, the good mm. Yes, the there's three three Frio supporters on the podcast. It doesn't matter if he plays can't be, can't or be West Coast. He deserves a vote. It doesn't matter what team, Un- what jumper he's wearing. <laughs> Unlucky to miss include Mark Murphy, who keeps rolling on, Zach Merritt, Jack McRae, Bailey Smith, he's built for the stats, uh, Dustin Martin, no surprise, Tom Hawkins, he just needed to kick straighter, Jack Steele, and Mr. Consistent, Taylor Adams. Well, there you Cows, go. He's, not even, he's not even in the unlucky to miss category. Oh, well. He's been, he's been there... Uh, <laughs> a few times before. Well, it doesn't Not matter. Say, he uh, played a good game on the weekend. <laughs> but there's only a select few. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, the tips, Bray? Yep. All over this one. Taking this from Noah. Um, well, all I can say. I per- we equal leaders here. Perfect round th- 13 for myself. Nine out of nine I got, which is... He's unheard of. Unheard of in the Centre Square podcast tipping competition, <laughs> if uh, you know what I mean. Um, but... We'll start down the bottom. Uh, Noah Tonkin, 63 out of what What He's, are we? Uh, we'd be, what, 90, 100 games? Oh, no, we'd be over 100, 110 games in, I'd say. That's, that's solid. 
I'd say it's pretty bad on on the total. So he's he's on 63. Luca, 69. Uh, You could say a couple of uh, points uh, that he's missing is probably Frio's losses that he doesn't tip against them. Well, I tipped them on the weekend (laughs) and they won, so who's laughing now? Uh, Cow is on 76, the previous leader until the last couple of weeks. So then... Myself and Ethan sit on top on 77. I reckon this week, there's a lot of tough fixtures. I reckon this could be make or break. This could really, you know, could be a chance <laughs> of Luca and Noel to get up. Yeah, you know, me and Bray could fall down. You, glory, you, yeah. you think, well, Luca's seven behind Cow, and we've got three and a bit, or three, four, four. rounds to go. Um, oh, do you reckon should we do it in the finals or just yeah yeah do it in the finals the finals yeah, yeah, finals t- oh. and finals worth double points we'll, we'll let the viewers let the viewers mm. decide yeah so we'll put a poll up on Instagram yep um, and yeah, should, yeah we'll definitely should the tipping finals. continue uh, throughout the finals and if so should it be worth double points yep uh, but anyway round 14 action double header on the Thursday don't mind a bit of this to be honest uh, the early game Hawthorne Essendon at the Adelaide Oval Lads, who have you got here? I'm going the Hawks. Um, it, it'll be close, but yeah, Hawthorne. Joe Danaher's back. Yeah, well, I was going to say the same thing. I'm thinking Essendon, mate, with Joe Danaher back. Can he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a big, he's a big bag. To play well. Yep, I'm going to go Essendon as well, and I believe Noah has gone for Essendon and, as well. And Cow has gone for Essendon. Yep. Uh, second game on the Thursday night, Richmond West Coast up at Metricon. The this will be an absolute blockbuster. Imagine if this was over here in the West. You would have had a full crowd, well, mm-hmm. with the restriction. Yeah, 35. It would have been almost, it would have been the biggest crowd, except for the Derby, I think. Derby would have been 27, I think it was. Yeah, it was I'm, st- I'm still tipping Richmond. I'm just, I just need to see West Coast in the hub over there first. I'm just not convinced yet, so I'm going to go Richmond. If the game were being played over here all day, every day, West oh, Coast. Yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Richmond. I want them to shove one right up here. Uh, <laughs> shove it right up the Eagles. Um, who are you going to go with, Ray? Jeez. It's actually a close one. Well, Noah's gone for Richmond. I'm going to go West Coast. Locking Cow- them in. Cow's gone Richmond as well. I'm going to go West Coast. Um, yeah. I believe we will get up. Do you reckon the X Factor will hold his spot? Xavier O'Neill? Mm. Kicked, kicked, kicked a good goal Probably not Yeah he played alright um, Manage him <laughs> Friday night Another blockbuster Up at Metric On the Dogs And Geelong I reckon Geelong I reckon The class of the Cats um, Patrick Dangerfield said This could Well you, you know They're going to say it all the time But this could be the year for Geelong with that ageing list um, And I think They'll win I'm thinking the doggies. Friday night football. Really good clash. Yeah. Yeah, Bulldogs for me. Well, Noah has gone for Geelong. And so have I. I've also gone. I've also gone Geelong. Uh, They look pretty good at the moment. And Cow's gone the Bulldogs. Yeah, well, no surprise from him. He loves to pull surprises out. (laughs) Uh, Saturday, Port Adelaide versus Sydney at the Adelaide Oval. Um. Have to go hit Port here, boys. Yeah, I agree. Port. Yeah, yeah power from Port. Noah's gone for Port as well. As Cow's done as well. Yeah. Yep. No he's, real he's, surprise. Here's a, a solid one. 
Freemano versus GWS at Optus. I hate to do it to you, Harry Perryman, but hope <laughs> the Dockers get oh. the W. Yeah, uh, yeah. Free Fremantle uh, GLS because they're going to get the loss. Uh, yeah, flag mantle. So. <laughs> How good's Matt Tabernacle? Fourth in oh, the Coleman. Matt Crabiner, mate, he is a gun. <laughs> He's took I some think, time. Yeah, seven was, years on the list. Because the seats, the seats we had on the weekend, right behind the tier squad, and it's like, ooh, ah, Tabernacle. Ooh, ooh, ah, Crabiner. Ah, yeah, but this is a tough one. Fremantle looking good. GWS looked all right against West Coast. Jesus. I don't know what to do here. I'm going to go Fremantle cause, just because GWS haven't won a game at Optus. Mm. There was a late... There was a bit of some scares there at the end in the West Coast GWS game. Oh, uh, yeah. They only lost by two goals. Yeah, the well, I'll tell you this. I uh, was on the toilet. <laughs> thanks, for <laughs> but, uh, thanks, thanks for... I was, I was watching the MotoGP on my phone and then I get a notification saying from the AFL app saying... Watch Eagles versus Giants close, two minutes to go, and I'm like, oh no, surely not. We were comfortably in front, and then there's 30 seconds left, and we're two goals, two goals in front. So, the AFL app did scare me there. Yeah, thanks for that one, Ray. <laughs> that was uh, really welcome. necessary. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, and the two boys, Noel's gone. The Dockers, of course, of course and Cow's gone. Mate. GWS. Yep, well, always backs the boys. Good from Cow. Uh, this is on Saturday, isn't it? This next game, Ethan. Uh, yeah, it is. Melbourne-St. Kilda. Yeah, well, Melbourne-St. Kilda uh, at TIO. Not quite dream time, but Melbourne get their game up at... Actually, this is at Traeger Park. This isn't in Darwin. This okay. is at Traeger Park. Ale yeah. Springs, this yeah. one. Um, but uh, I'm going to go... Jeez. I'm going to go the Saints. Yeah, I'm going to go the Saints as well. Yeah, St. Kilda. I called it last week. The St. Kilda-Brisbane game was a classic, um, and... Saints just fell short. Uh, Noah's gone the Saints and yep. Cal's gone the Saints. Yep. Uh, Sunday footy, absolutely blockbuster. This would be 100,000 at the MCG, <laughs> but we're at the Gabba. Carlton versus Collingwood. Uh, the way Carlton are playing right now, so it could be a pretty close game as Collingwood oh, aren't playing really? that well. It's the old rivalry, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I'm still going to go Collingwood, though. Yeah, Collingwood are going to absolutely annihilate. Which Carlton. some people could say is a stupid tip, but I still yeah. still think they're alright. The pies. You know, I want to tip. I want to tip Carlton, but I got to be strategical here because if the Eagles lose and Carlton lose here, I'm going to go two down to you. Mm. So I got to be. I can't take too many risks. So I'm going to go Collingwood. Pendlebury's back. He's been back. Um, but this will be his second week back as well. So he adds a lot. Yep. So myself and Noah are both going Collingwood. Yep, and cows. On Collingwood, and Sunday evening from Metricon, Gold Coast versus North Melbourne. North Melbourne for me. Oh, geez, that's that's tough. If you go on North Melbourne, in fact, no, you, know, actually, you do it. You do it. You do it. I, I'm going to go Gold Coast. Actually, oh, can't yeah. change now. Yeah, I'll go Gold Coast as well. Yep, Gold Coast for me. Gold Coast for Noah. And Gold Coast for Cal, I think as well. Yeah, he would have gone Gold Coast, wouldn't he? He's gone. The f- we are the mighty yeah. Gold Coast. Well, there are some uh, games there which could go all the way, but coming up is our chat with Harry per- Harry Perriman for the second half of the show. It's a big, powerful young man. Perriman, can they kick a settling goal? Perriman has got four goals. What a return for that man. Joining us is Harry Perryman, pick 14 in the 2016 AFL Draft. He's played 48 games to date in the number 36 
Guernsey for the GWS Giants, including last year's grand final team. He's had a breakout 2020. Harry, how are you, mate? Yeah, going well, thanks. Good to be on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, you've changed hotels this week, and after the, um, after the Freo game, you'll be off to Queensland. How are you finding it over here? Yeah, I'm actually enjoying it. I'm loving it. We've got all the boys here together. Um, we just we got out of the quarantine on, um, I think it was Sunday, so we've moved into the city, and a few of the boys have been going to the beach and playing a bit of golf and that, which has been good. So no, be, hopefully we can top it off and get a win this week and then head back to um, Queensland. So are you sitting in your hotel room now or at the moment? Yeah, just in, yeah, in the hotel room. We've all got our own, own rooms. Yeah, nice. So um, you're still 21 years young and hopefully you've got many more years in the AFL ahead of you. But going into childhood, raised in the small town of Collingully, I hope I pronounced that right, in New South Wales, uh, ex-giant Matthew Kennedy is also from there. What was that like? And talk us through uh, being placed in the GWS Academy as a teenager. Yeah, it was obviously a, um, it was a pretty cruisy um, upbringing um, out, out in the farm, which is not far from Collin Gully. And I grew up with uh, three other brothers, so um, yeah, we used to play just footy all all through the winter, and then we'd play cricket in the summer. So it was obviously a, it was a great upbringing. I absolutely love getting back back to the farm whenever I can in the off season, and sometimes during the season. So no, it was obviously a great upbringing. I was lucky enough to win um, two senior flags. Uh, when I was 15 and 16 back there with um, Matty Kennedy, who's now um, at the Blues. So, that was obviously a great, great way to um, play, great place to play footy at and yeah, loved every bit of it. Yeah, so um, talking about your, your um, transition into sort of your, um, in towards your draft footy, um, you're, you're in the Neeful side um, and you got MVP for the uh, the Allies and also the um, the New South Wales and AC AC team um what was your preparation like to the draft um and did you know gws yeah. were going to take your first round or was it just um yeah something that sort of happened yes um it was obviously it's a bit of a weird year that one we did, um didn't really play too much at, at my local club i was i was on the road most weeks obviously playing with the, the new south Wales rams and then had um had one game with the giants Neeful, and then um played a fair bit of the allies so it was obviously a pretty full-on year that year, but yeah, I didn't really take me footy too serious up until that 18th year when I, I was no good at school, so I kind of thought I might as well have a crack at this, have a crack at this and see what happens. So yeah, I was lucky enough to um, yeah, get picked up by the Giants later on in the year. Yeah, and the uh, the VFL actually got moved to the NAFL now, so that's interesting. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. Um, I heard a few of the boys talk about the Starbo, so that'll, yeah, that'll make the... Um, Pretty strong competition down there for sure. Yeah, it'll be a lot closer. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you made your debut against Richmond in round nine of 2017, and you actually made a game-winning smother where the goal was overturned on review, and then Jez Cameron went down the other end and kicked the goal to win it. What do you remember of that day, and did you feel like a hero smothering that ball? <laughs> yes, um, it was a pretty big week that one. Um, I think we had a fair few injuries, so I was lucky enough to get a get a game that week. Um, and I remember the, the boys back home, they had a buy as well, so it kind of worked out perfect. I think they had a heap, heap of people from back home came up and watched the game. And I remember not getting not getting much of the ball in all that game, but I was lucky enough to get a bit of a touch on it at the end there. So, and then we went down and scored a goal the other end. So that was obviously a good, good win that day. It was a bigger night, that was for sure. 
<laughs> was the attention all to uh, Jez Cameron, or did uh, any of the boys get around you for uh, touching the ball? Um, oh, they were all getting around Jez for kicking the goal, but I think a few of the boys were um, yeah, pretty happy that I got, got a little finger to it. So since then, uh, the side's obviously played in two preliminary finals, a semi and, of course, last year's grand final. How much has it motivated you to go that extra step and has it been spoken about internally about the premiership window and uh, that there's only a certain amount of time? Um, yeah, we, we've, we've definitely addressed it, that's for sure. Um, we've come close the last few years and, you know, it's obviously disappointing we haven't been, been able to win the, the ultimate success. But I think, um, yeah, it definitely does make you just want to get back there. We're obviously not playing very good footy at the moment, but I'm sure the boys can... Um, yeah, find their straps in the next few weeks. And, yeah, just to, just to um, experience that grand final week was unbelievable. And to, to top it off and win it would just be, yeah, something special. Yeah, mm. and do you think that the, the group that you've got now um, will be the group that'll do it, that'll go all the way? Yeah, for sure. I think um, we've obviously been pretty poor this year um, since coming back from the, the COVID break. But we're, we're doing everything we can to try and turn our form around and... Um, yeah, hopefully it's not too far away. We just we just kind of just that last kick inside forward fifty probably the what major thing that's hurting us hurting us at the moment. So if we can just kind of turn that around. Um, yeah, quick smart because yeah, it's not a very long season. Would be would be great. No, you're right. Um, and talk, talking about last year's grand final um, and the three leaks uh, leading up to it, um, where you finished outside the top four, you had to win three do or do or die finals, um, and you weren't favourites. Um, what was that sort of feeling like um, leading up towards the grand final? Yeah, we've spoken about that final series a fair bit. Um, we're kind of under, underdogs every game, and we kind of just went in there each, each week and just we just want to have a real red hot crack, and they kind of bring out the best of us. And that that whole month was just an unreal experience, and we all played together as a team, and it's something we we, we just want to get back to again. And yeah, obviously we, we did get flogged on that last day in September, but. Yeah, I'm sure the boys just want to get back there again and just yeah, go one better. Yeah, and I'm not sure if you paid too much notice, um, but you know when you when you were the underdogs and you were making your way towards the grand final, did you pay much attention to the um, the big big sound memes um, all over Facebook and Instagram and stuff? Sorry, what was that? I was just just breaking up a bit. Oh no, you're right. Um, heading towards the the grand final campaign when you were starting to win a few games. Um, did you pay much attention to the big, big sound memes that were um, floating around? Um, yeah, we, there obviously was a bit of that floating around. This um, grand final, grand final week, um, obviously a fair bit of it floating around on social media and that. But um, it was good that everyone kind of got on the bandwagon there a bit, and um, it's a good way to kind of grow the club as well. It's only a young club, so yeah, definitely got a fair bit of um, media exposure that week, and yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah, we can be back there again. Yeah, yeah I know Bray was, uh, yeah, really keen on the, um, yeah, the big, big sound bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, as soon as they lost, he was wasn't. Great. Yeah, he was, a, was <laughs> yeah. a plastic fan. But anyway, um, Leon Cameron, he's obviously been in the news a lot about whether he's the right man to take you guys forward. How does this make you feel, and how do you guys react to this? As he has taken you guys to a couple of prelim finals and a grand final in the last couple of years. Yeah, I don't really read too much into it. Um, I, know, I know he does cop a fair bit of it in the media and that. Uh, Leon, he's, he's had a pretty good record with us. He's taken us to four finals in the last four years. So, um, 
Yeah, you've obviously got a pretty good record there. I haven't got the um, ultimate success yet, but I'm I'm sure it's not too far away. And I know all the boys love playing for him, and we all, all get along really well with him. So that's definitely definitely a positive. Yeah. So it doesn't really frustrate you that he's um you know being questioned about if he's you know the the right person for the job. Nah, not not at all. I, I don't really look into it too much. Um, we all get along with him really well, and um, yeah, we. We know where we, where we want to go, and yeah, the boys just love playing for him. Yeah, fair enough. So your own form, Harry, has been remarkable. You're averaging 18.9 disposals. Um, we're leading the Coleman medal early on and kicked four goals against Geelong in round one. What do you think has been the reason behind this breakout patch? Uh, I've seen that you've been working closely with Lenny Hayes. So is it that uh, change of position or getting up to something in the COVID break? Um, yeah, I feel like I've kind of been building the last few years. Um, Obviously, when I first rocked up, I wasn't really that fit, so it took me a few years just to get used to the probably the um, the level I needed to be at, the, the running level, and that. It's obviously a big step up in training, and that. So it took me a while to get used to that, and I've gone it. First year, you started down back, and then last couple of years, I've moved onto a wing and a little bit bit of midfield. So it's been good to be uh, working alongside Ben Yates, the ripping bloke, and um, yeah, hopefully we can just keep continuing the form. Yeah, what did you get up to in the the COVID break? A bit of PS4, a bit of Xbox. Uh, nah, did did none of that. I, I went straight back to the farm, back near Collin Gully, and just worked worked with Dad and all the boys back at home. So I nah, kept kept pretty busy when I was in the COVID break. Yeah. So how have you guys assessed uh, this year's from the group's point of view? You've had all the critics, and you sit on eleventh. You sit eleventh on the ladder at the moment with a disappointing result in the derby. We'll say for you as New South Wales, uh, but and then yeah, just falling short to the Eagles. How confident are you guys heading into this this final month of fixtures? And what do you think chances are against Frio? Yeah, like you said, we've had a we've had a pretty ordinary year. We've been pretty up and down, but um, I'm sure I'm sure we can turn around for sure. Um, we were in the same position this time last year, just leading into finals. We had a few poor weeks in a row and. Confidence is down a bit, but we know we can turn around. And when when we get our game up and going, it's um, I'm pretty pretty confident we can beat a lot of sides. So yeah, we've obviously got to pull our heads in and get going this week against Freo because they're going to be up and about, especially on their home deck at Optus Stadium. So yeah, we'll definitely have to be on that for sure. And you're out of contract at seasons, and uh, have you begun much negotiations with signing a new deal? And uh, imagine there'll be some clubs interested so do you see yourself staying in orange because something that's been publicised is the talent that's come and gone from the Giants yeah um, my manager's been talking to them a fair bit throughout the year and trying to be a bit hard with all the, the COVID stuff going on so yeah they're just going to wait and see over the next few weeks and see what happens but yeah I love all the boys up in Sydney and it's a good good place to play footy and yeah, the lifestyle is really good up there so I'm pretty yeah, keen to stay for sure yeah, so who are your best mates at the club? Um, oh, there's a fair group. I, I know, I've known a fair few of them for a while because they kind of we grew up together and played a lot of footy together. Um, Harry Himmelberg, know him pretty well. Timmy Torano, um, Jesse Cameron, I do a fair bit of fishing with him as well. And get out in the boat with him a fair bit. Um, Tommy Sheridan, he's a he's a free boy, ex free boy, so. Nah, get along with all the boys really well, so it's a good, good bunch of group. 
Yeah, so we'll jump into the Q&As now from um, at Center Square Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Um, this one comes from Ben underscore Marandino. Probably already know the answer, but do you do AFL fantasy? Uh, no, I don't. I, I, a, lot of the, a lot of the boys do, but I used to do it when I was in school, but um, nah, I've kind of, kind of gone off it lately. Yeah, it's uh, sensible. Uh, so the AFL, are you guys allowed to do fantasy in the AFL? Um, I'm not too sure. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not with tipping, I don't think, but fantasy, can't see a drama. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I'm not, I'm not too sure with the rules there, but... I've, I've never really got into it since I've played, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, yeah, another one from uh, Ben Meridino. Um, do you watch much footy um, other than your own games? Um, yeah. I, I, used, I usually watch a couple of games a week. Um, with all the footy being on at the moment, you kind of just turn the TV on and, and put it on in the background and that. But, um, yeah, I, I like to watch the good games every now and then and just, just pick up on certain things that different players do. And, and any other sports that you're into, um, NFL or an NBA? Um, you into any other sports? That you watch? Um, yeah, I, I like watching the cricket. I'm into yep. cricket a fair bit. And yeah, nice. I don't mind watching the golf as well. So I'm not really into the American sports as much, but um, a lot of the boys do love it. Yeah, yeah. Good choice. The cricket center wicket podcast is <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. the other show we run, but. Um, Right, yeah, mate. Uh, good friend of the show, Ben Chapman, fifty-three. Who is the best bloke at the club? Best bloke. Um, oh, it's a tough one. Um, there's a few of them. There's a few funny ones here. We've got um, Tommy Sheridan, the Ripper. Yep, ex- yeah, ex-friend. You've probably seen his head on social media a lot. He's always yep. always gets the boys up and about. And, um, yep. Another one you probably might not know, Zach Sproul. He's on the rookie list, but he's a he's an absolute classic. And there's also um. Shorty, keep shorty. He's always a good bath as well, the old fella. Yeah, the old fella. Do you wear um, Tommy Sheridan's the Rixie eyewear? You get around them? Yeah, we get around the old Rixie eyewear. Um, <laughs> look after all the boys grand final week. He checks us all out and he's Rixie. He absolutely loves them. Yeah, and two questions I've just thought of. Um, do you, like, cause I've seen you've been on quite a few podcasts and, um, you know, various media platforms. Is that, is that something you like to do? Do you know, just... I guess have a yarn, have a talk. Get, you, get your story out there. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've just been, um, there's obviously a fair few podcasts I've been going now. I'm, I'm happy to have, have a chat and just have a talk. And yeah, if it can help out, a, help out a few boys get their podcasts up and going, I'm more than happy to help out with them. Yeah, who do you, who would you recommend from the Giants to get on? Um, get Tom Sheridan on. Yeah, Tommy mm. boy. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a ripper. Um, who else? Um, probably about it, or, or I can think of Timmy Torino as a good one. Mm, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the other question I just thought of: um, we always ask guests, um, former, current, about their coaches. Is there any coaches sprays from Leon Cameron or anyone else um, that that come to mind? Um, I've, I've actually been pretty lucky. I haven't got one of Leon as as of yet. I don't want to speak too soon, but um, <laughs> our old our old coach back at Colin Gully, he's he had some good sprays. Um, he, you've probably seen him. He's all over YouTube. He does some, he does some good motivational speeches and that. So he's, he used to be a real good coach. He used to get all the boys up and about. Yeah, I think we've seen a couple of country country footy ones yeah. that are, yeah can get pretty um yeah <laughs> pretty um popular yeah, yeah pretty yeah. popular over Facebook. So. Speaking of popular, do you get onto the uh, TikTok or what? <laughs> nah, that's not that's not me. I, I just stick to the basics. 
Yeah. No, no, no TikTok for me. Mm. Yeah, we'll touch wood that uh, Leon doesn't give you a spray. But the last Q&A from Chatty54, Jackson Chat, uh, if you could pinpoint one thing that is off uh, compared to last year, what would it be off in terms of, I think, the, the form of the team at the moment? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. Um, I think our, um, our, kind of our entries into our forward 50 have been pretty average this year with yeah, first half of the year we couldn't get it in there, and then now that we have got it in there, we can't seem to link up with our forwards as as well. Um, which has been a bit disappointing, but I think it's that we've been working hard on it. So I hope they can just yeah, can turn around soon. Yeah, good on you, Harry. It's uh, green, been great to have you on board for a chat. Uh, we appreciate it a heap. Good luck for the rest of the season and what what's to come uh, starting on Saturday. Yeah, he's no no chance against the Dockers. Oh, oh, you boys, thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks, Harry. Thanks, Harry. Good on your boys, please. Cheers. There he goes, Harry Perriman from the GWS Giants, and shout out to Alison, the communication manager for, manager for getting that one sorted for us. Luke and Bray, thoughts on how that went? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty good. Bit uh, short and sweet, but yeah, we'll get it done and we'll be out of here. Yeah, so. yeah. great sure. country lad, very yeah. laid back, isn't he? Uh, I'll see you potentially at the Waffle Vlog, although Luca, you might be on your way uh, to see Freo play. Um, I'm on the way to see Freo mm. get a win, um, yeah. and I'll get my free Big Mac on Monday, so. Uh, yeah. No abusing Harry Perriman, please, from the... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we ha- yeah, we haven't decided what waffle game we will cover, but if you've got a request... Poll, poll up on Instagram. If you've got a request, at Senate Square Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or even email us for anything else, at Senate Square Productions, at gmail.com, if you'd like to be a bit more formal. <laughs> on that note, lads, enjoy yourself and take it easy, uh, everyone. We always Thank take it yeah, easy, always mate. Take we it easy. It's what we're saying from the Centre Square Podcast on 91.3 Sport FM, your football headquarters. Thanks for tuning in.